So I talked LAUSD into applying for a $1.38 million grant. And that would bring enough bicycles so each of the 30 middle schools receiving the program would receive a fleet of bikes. I designed the curriculum so PE teachers could teach bicycling as a sport, like any other sport in a school. Just think about it. Number one, kids learning to ride a bike don't have a safe venue to learn it, but all other sports do. Number two, why isn't every child introduced to cycling? They should be. And by having it forced through a PE department, then every child has a chance to experience it, just like all the other sports that are taught in PE. It's going to open up a huge culture, you know, in the schools. Tana Ball, Allison Kendall, and Zachary Canning each are involved in bikes in schools. I think especially public schools, they all have a different angle and something they're working on. Tana, can you tell us about that? My organization, which is Youth Educational Force Incorporated, is a nonprofit charitable organization that was put together when I was no longer working within LAUSD to put forth uh, educational programs to all the different schools. I started out in cycling. I managed the Encino Velodrome. I made it a career out of racing. I made a career out of riding a bike, which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a racer. Everyone's dream. And... <laughs> From being a racer, then I became a coach and was part of the United States Cycling Federation when they put together a development course out at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. And I was missed when we were putting that program together and we would have all these elite bicyclists come. And <laughs> I was surprised that even the elite junior bicyclists didn't have the foundation to be able to ride. What do you mean they didn't have the foundation? It's just some basic skills that were added in later, like how to fall and not hurt yourself. Hmm. What a concept. Mm -hmm. How to use your brakes that actually stabilize the thing as well as stops you. There's a lot of different types of skills that um, going to have a benefit to making your riding better and also making you go faster, which was the main purpose then. I then turned around and stayed that. Later on, I worked with a pro team near San Diego, and I was shocked watching, you know, kids ride their bicycles to school and didn't know the traffic laws or anything like that. So I went marching into Escondido City Hall, and I said, I have a proposal. You need to have a elementary school bicycle program. They said, oh, gee, we just got a grant. And it just snowballed from there. Eventually, I ended up uh, working for LA Unified School District for 18 years, brought in my own funding, developed bicycle programs. And over that time, I was able to pilot and test over those 18 years five different curriculums to put together a skill-building program that would start in first grade. Mm. And those skills would build on each other all the way up until 12th grade. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> in 2014, they changed some of the transportation federal funding rules. It ends up that now school districts, what a lot of school districts don't realize, can apply for safe routes to school funding directly. They don't have to go through the transportation department anymore or the city. 
Mm-hmm. And so I talked to LAUSD into applying for a $1.38 million grant. Mm. And that would bring the training program that I devised and enough bicycles so each of the 30 middle schools receiving the program would receive a fleet of bikes. This is, so what I, yeah. yeah, so what I had designed, and this was, you know, finally the pinnacle, I designed the curriculum so PE teachers could teach bicycling as a sport, like any other sport in a school. Just think about it. Number one, mm-hmm. kids learning to ride a bike don't have a safe venue to learn it, but all other sports do. Mm-hmm. Number two, why isn't every child introduced to cycling? They should be. And by having it forced through a PE department, then every child has a chance to experience it, just like all the other sports that are taught in PE. And then to have it finally get to a point where it becomes a major sport, just like football, baseball, basketball, and you have scholastics and competition. And this way, you have the kids riding to school with their school colors on. Oh, my team is going to be racing today, or blah, blah, blah. It's going to open up a huge culture, you know, in the schools. I work at a middle school, and Uh uh, without saying the name of the middle school, because I don't want to say anything that people don't know before they know it, because I heard heard that's a problem. We're one of the 30 schools. Yes. And I have a bike club, and I called Zach out, and he came out Wednesday to talk to the kids. And um, Zachary, do you want to just jump in for a sec and talk about your involvement with schools and bikes? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. Over the last three years, I've worked with a nonprofit called Sustainable Streets based out of Santa Monica in Los Angeles. And I've had the opportunity to uh, work with the public and, you know, private sectors teaching bicycle education to people that sign up online on the weekends primarily adults, as well as kids uh, within the school district, on how to just effectively learn to ride a bike safely in the streets, which um, in the grand scheme of things is just a conversation you get to have with motorists every time you step on the road. So I've, I've had the, the total privilege to be able to try to make that as seamless and frictionless as possible so that we can encourage future generations of cyclists to be positive and interactive in the community and making the streets is a safer place for bicycles. You said it's a conversation with 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 motor with drivers. Yeah, so like if, if, if you're if you're if you're treating when you get on the road, you know most most cyclists are very outspoken and will take any opportunity they can to yell at a motorist for doing something wrong. But what I'd like to do in all of my teaching is encourage people to take a second and not not get on the defensive or get on the attack and and kind of hold your ground and. Treat it like treat it like a conversation. So anytime you're on the road, you're a bicycle and you have rights, just as motorists have rights when they're on the road. And it's a conversation and try to keep it in the in as positive a realm as possible. This is Allison. I like the idea of the teachable moments that you you're essentially uh, an ambassador for cycling when you're out there because you're so visible and so vulnerable. So you really have to watch what you're doing, but also educate motorists about you know what they need to be paying attention. Right. because most of them are not really alert and aware that cyclists have a, a perfect right to be on the road with them. Allison, you want to say what you're working on? Yes, yeah, I, I met Zach 
quite a few years ago, um, but actually I was one of the founding members of Sustainable Streets, um, which was really an early effort in the west side of L.A. to introduce some of the very same bike skills that Tana was talking about, both the, the kind of uh, racing and com- competition skills, but even more fundamentally, the knowledge of the traffic laws and just the basic level of competence with cycling, knowing how to, you know, fix your bike, how to keep it safe, um, you know, what kind of gear you need, how to kind of interact on various kinds of streets. Um, and that we really started in um, in the West Side as an effort to really introduce bicycle skills education across L.A. County. So we were working with L.A. County Bicycle Coalition. We were working with um, Sustainable Streets, which was a fledgling nonprofit back then, um, to really uh, make the set of skills that um, Tana and Zach are talking about much more widespread because we just um, we have pretty challenging conditions here in L.A. County. Mm-hmm. Um, we have motorists who don't automatically look for bicycles, and many of them have never biked on the street, and they think it's, uh, you know, just crazy and suicidal. Mm -hmm. And so they tend to be, um, you know, not not driving carefully and not really aware of... um, of how to interact with cyclists. So sort of we have a double burden, really, um, as we cycle around the the area to educate them and to be super alert and visible and predictable uh, and hope that, uh, you know, as our numbers get bigger and bigger, um, they become more and more used to um, seeing bikes on the road and they become convinced to try it themselves. And we've had a lot of success, especially here on the west side, and in Santa Monica, at really seeing a culture shift, I would say, mm-hmm. beginning um, beginning here in Santa Monica, actually, with the high school students at um, the high school that Zach and my daughter went to, uh, Sama High, mm-hmm. um, the students started the idea of biking to school as the sustainable way to get to school. And um, as a parent, I really wanted to support them in that. I became trained... Um, in, in teaching cycling, and as an architect and planner, I became specialized in planning bike facilities um, for safety and for convenience. So that's an area I continue to work in, um, both uh, in the west side here and increasingly in downtown L.A. with uh, USC, which is where Zach and I bumped into each other again, <laughs> interestingly. Um, USC is an interesting now, case. <laughs> Not a public school, but um, a school really in the absolute heart of downtown with an amazing number of cyclists. Actually, no, correction, an amazing number of bicycles and students on bicycles, but very few of them are really cyclists. In other words, very few of them have the basic skills that they really need for biking around in such a, a challenging area. And so one of my concerns is is how do we give them those skills, even though they think they know everything at that age. Mm. <laughs> so so I'm really thrilled that, that Zach's out there as an ambassador, um, you know, and, and, and knowing that there really are some useful skills that um, that we can share with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, can, I, and I, can I jump in, too? Of course. Um, 
One of the partners in both of my grants that I have coming up is with LACBC. Because one of the components when I was putting together the curriculums and the, the training for the PE teachers to be trained to teach it, and the PE teachers would be trained by bicycle experts who are licensed coaches, trained LCIs, what have you. Um, so one thing that with LACBC being a major partner of all this is that we plan to have an advocacy group at each school so that we can develop the culture of cycling at each school that the program goes into. Um, and that was one of the major components that decided what we put together for this middle school grant that we're going to reach 30 schools with one grant and 40 more middle schools with the other grant, hmm. that um, we have the PE teachers that will do the program so every child receives the information. Then we have um, a community outreach, and we have them start a cycling club. We even have public events scheduled into and budgeted into the grant so that we can pull in the public so they'll be aware of what's happening with cycling. Um, and if you turn around and you educate every kid in a school, on bicycle safety and traffic safety, that just that will just be a dribble down effect throughout time yeah. so that everybody will look at cycling as a viable, acceptable, belong on the road form of transportation and much healthier than being in a car. Are you just going around making the victory sign all the time now? Patting yourself <laughs> on? Things are looking up. <laughs> it, it's 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 an amazing, amazing dream come true. Mm. You know, it's been 28 years since I, you know, had this epiphany that kids need to get this and wow. that it need to be in the school. Yeah. But what's great, what's happening in L.A. is just starting to be mirrored in other communities. I've, you know, I've got a guy in charge of Bicycling Federation um, Advocacy Group in Ohio that is, you know, starting it up there, and, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 you know, it was something that was going to happen. It's just I came, I got to it first, that's all. You know, because you go to so many other different places in the world, and, like, they have a foreign exchange student that we had from Berlin, and going to visit him in Berlin, and, you know, that's a big city, but, my gosh, there's more bicycles on the road than there are cars. It's wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, anyway. So one, one of the interesting things to, to do is really look at other areas where they, they um, have assimilated these basic, you know, skills, which is it's just like learning to swim. I mean, in, here in L.A., mm -hmm. you should learn, every kid should learn to swim and every kid should learn to ride a bike. I mean, these are, you know, fundamental things for the, for the place that we live in. And in many countries, those things are, in fact, taught to, to mm -hmm. school kids as part of the curriculum. In Europe, mm -hmm. all over Europe, um, they're taught, mm -hmm. along with traffic laws, um, when kids are in middle school. So it makes them much, much better drivers, and it, may, it gives them a lot of independence and, and mobility at a very young age. And in other parts of uh, the country, and, and even in California, we moved down from Palo Alto, where there was a very well-developed 
bicycle curriculum that was really um, a joint project of the city and the school district. So it's um, it's something that has had a head start in other places. It's taken a lot of extra effort in L.A., partly because of the, you know, the scale of our county and our city mm-hmm. and just getting everybody um, kind of pulling in the same direction. But it's very exciting after all Tana's hard work and after about 10 years of us working on this mm-hmm. in uh, Santa Monica um, to see programs all over the place that are focusing on different populations, but particularly on young people who I think have the flexibility to really become uh, become people who don't automatically jump in a car whenever they need to go somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, who can think much more creatively about how we need to le- live in the future so that we mm-hmm. can all survive. Well, and with the... And, yeah. and, and there's some amazing studies being done. I know Specialized Bicycles is doing a whole huge study, and they're actually partnering with LAUSD, um, where they found that if a child can ride a bicycle to school and get up to a certain level of aerobic exercise and then maybe do something aerobic in PE, such as riding a bike, and then ride home, that this child, if they have the, the symptoms ADHD, wouldn't have to be put on any medicine. It would actually combat it. Wow. So it, there, there's a lot of, you know, like specialized getting on board to, to help prove this, where we're actually going to be doing some studies at all the schools to see how it's working and to, mm-hmm. to prove that, you know, cycling is more than just a transportation. It's a health benefit. You know, and we keep talking about the obesity in this country. Well, get on a bike. That will help. Yeah, so. So you talked about advocacy programs in schools. So would my bike club... Uh, you know, that I have after, would that be one? Oh, yeah. Well, you're already ahead of us. <laughs> that's great. You know, I don't have to come in because um, that's one of the things we do. We, we take what I call bicycle experts. We train them not how to teach cycling because they know cycling, but to, but to introduce them to our curriculum that they're going to then train the teachers about how to teach cycling. And um, one of the... I guess you could say mandate is, is that each school then will start a school cycling club, start some advocacy going on there. Absolutely. You're just ahead. Oh, great. You know? But I'm not, I'm not like the kind of expert that I think I'm supposed to. I, I, you know, I fix flats and then that's about it. That's a great place Uh, to start. Yeah. (laughs) That's way beyond most people. (laughs) Actually, um, one of the, one of the gentlemen who I've worked with for years and years and years, and LAUSD is putting forth, he's, he's writing the proposal to getting the funding for this, where the, the trade schools, that there are few of them left in LAUSD, they're mm-hmm. going to start a bicycle repair program. So these high school kids who go through Miller, for example, um, to have a bicycle repair program. So as we implement all these bicycle PE programs, Mm-hmm. that have a fleet of bikes at the school, that now we have a way that the students themselves are going to be keeping the bikes repaired. That's neat. I love that. that yeah. That's a really wonderful aspect of 
of um, a bike club and of kind of building a, cl- a culture of cycling because, um, you know, contrary to popular belief, it's not all about the super expensive gear. If you're mm-hmm. if you're comfortable mm-hmm. on a bike and if you have one of those neighborhood uh, biker waves or bicycle kitchen or one of the co-ops that are sprinkled right. all over L.A., that is a wonderful resource for people of every budget level to share skills and, and learn how to make the bike that works for them. Mm-hmm. And, so and those and are bicycling. things that we really need more yeah. of. Right. Yeah, and what you said about the bike kitchen, think about it. A bicycle shop, is one of the few businesses you can start in a garage mm-hmm. left in the world, you know? Or you put it yeah. in a trailer and you travel around. It's one of the few businesses that someone with the initiative and the, the background can, can develop their own business. Well, you know, a little bit later, we're going to actually have Jimmy Lazama, who started the bike kitchen in here. And oh, he's going to talk to some people in Mexico about... Uh, the the similar their sister organizations. Is there a possibility, um, Allison? You know about Zero Vision, right? Yes, Vision Zero, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. so the whole safety um, component of bicycle education, because with the popularity of bicycling increasing, we've had a sort of corresponding increase in serious injuries, mostly uh, due to. Um, collisions between cyclists and motor vehicles, and all too often the motor vehicle driver is the one at fault. They're just simply not looking out for everybody who could be on the road. So we we really need to work on that. One of the problems is we don't have the bicycle lanes and the infrastructure that makes it predictable and easy to understand where a cyclist is likely to be and makes it a little bit easier for a cyclist to pick the safest route. But part of it is also our, you know, the training and awareness of motorists about their responsibility when, when they're interacting with people who are not surrounded by, you know, two tons of metal and how much extra caution they need to be taking. So we have a big speed problem. We have a big, you know, problem with, with very, very wide streets. Um, we have all of those things right around USC where we have 15,000 bikes on campus a day. Um, so we have wonderful conditions for really converting people to bicycle commuting and using bicycles for everyday transportation, but we also have some pretty, some pretty challenging, um, difficult situations and uh, a terrible lack of infrastructure. Um, and I think one of the things that really con- concerns me in terms of this Vision Zero campaign is there's been a bit of a, a backlash that is really people not understanding, you know, the, the sort of fundamental uh, concerns that we're motivating these road diets and these various other designs for, for roadways. Um, for too long, we've been only designing L.A. streets for cars, and we need to be thinking about everybody's safety now. Um, Zach, how are you doing? Doing well. I'm just enjoying listening. Everyone <laughs> has so much to say. It's exciting. What do you do? You do, so, do you run the, U, the USC Bike Coalition? Uh, I do not. not I actually run. just got involved with them okay. this semester, and I'm looking to, to be able to integrate and, and, and work with them on, on a more intimate level going forward because they do a lot of really cool stuff, and I would love to get involved. 
So, and you you came from uh, working with uh, Ron Durgan and Sustainable Streets and yeah. uh, the Bike Center? Yeah, yeah, the Bike Center over there. In so Santa Monica. I, I worked with Ron on, on a number of projects over the last five years or so, all all in the name of, of educating people on bicycle maintenance, best practices, safe routes to school, uh, consulting in that realm, as well as working hands-on in the field with with people that want to learn how to ride a bike safely in the street, which is everybody's goal. And how do you see yourself fitting into the to all that's happening with, all that's with happening. the schools? Wow. Well, not okay. Let me let me narrow that down <laughs> to to the the bike program in the LUSD for, for in middle schools. Do you do you see a role for yourself? Because they need bike experts, and you're right there. That's yeah, right. I would. I, as much as I would love to be in, in every place at once, um, hmm. I want to be able to, to lend a hand in, in the field to be able to, to teach directly to people that want to learn. But I also want to be able to work with, with prospective and interested instructors to be able to, hmm. to guide them to become the leaders that they want to be so that they can best educate people and we can further spread the love of how to be safe and conscious and respectful in the street. Mm-hmm. So me, you're gonna you're gonna help me to become the the coach if, of the. If, if you would like to help, I'd be happy to hold your hand. And Nick, I've got to tell you a story about how um, USC and public schools have worked together in South LA uh, in the past. That might be a model for how to kind of um, bring along both the campus, the USC campus scene, and the and the safe routes to school efforts. Um, one of the things that um, USC does is they provide a lot of funding uh, for great projects and nonprofits to do um, educational efforts within the community. And a few years ago, a member of the USC Bicycle Coalition, a couple of faculty, staff, and students, and some of the uh, community bicycle organizations like Trust South LA mm-hmm. um, got together on a grant that provided some funding for safe routes to school and for LCI training for both USC folks and community bicycle organizations. So that program actually trained okay. John Jones and his East Side Riders. It, tra- it trained uh, Tafari Bain and uh, Trust South LA. You know, these groups were already going and doing really wonderful things yeah. with bicycle rides in their communities, but it gave them access to the research and to the skills that have been developed over in decades in terms of safety and how to teach cycling mm-hmm. um, and how to lead rides in a way that is as safe as possible for everybody participating. And the thing that was cool about it is John Jones and his group and the Trust South LA folks all had a lot of really young kids enrolled in this program right away. And at our last ride uh, up Figueroa to seek La Via, with the USC Bicycle Coalition, we rode with Trust South LA. And I tell you, these little kids were far better cyclists than wow. any of the USC students who were on the ride. That's, that's so great. Yeah. Well, so that's really that's a whole different level. Get, get the USC students as good riders as all the kiddos. Yeah, exactly. This seven-year-old could really teach the class, I'll tell you. Yeah. 
this is really clear. All the stuff that we need to do is it's happening, and we just jump in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just keep on networking. But I, I love the fact that this is both bicycle advocacy and teaching the younger generation and developing the expertise and these skills so that we have more and more people in L.A. who think of bicycling as a great way to get a, a around as well as a wonderful way to stay healthy and a wonderful sport to participate in. So it's it's very exciting to see uh, even, you know, despite the challenges of of even finding out what's happening in the valley when you live in Santa Monica or what's happening in Long Beach or or uh, East LA that we're all working together for that for that bigger transformation. Well said, Allison. Well said. Allison, you teach a class, you do a workshop on bike planning? Yes, I do. At, at the Price School at, at USC, this is really an area that has evolved in terms of transportation planning as a new field, and um, increasingly there's a real demand for the for these specialized skills of kind of familiarity with new kinds of bicycle infrastructure, um, all sorts of... Um, uh, awareness of what's being done in other countries and in other parts of the country. Uh, NACTO is developing new um, guidelines that are much more creative and uh, put much more emphasis on pedestrian and bicycle safety and and providing more comfortable environments for people to bike in. So all of those things are, are um, elements of what I teach in my uh, studio and what's great at USC is that I can just take the students out and show them, you know, umpteen situations that need some serious attention, you know, right on the campus or right off it, and and really motivate them to see the potential. Hands on. Uh, yeah, so it's just, it's exciting. It seems like just as we're finding out that we need to have fewer cars and we're as a world we're giving up private car ownership, that there are all these maybe jobs opening up in uh, biking. There actually are some ways to uh, to make a living bicycling, <laughs> and it's not quite so difficult as as it used to be. Um, obviously, in Europe, it's been kind of more of a mainstream activity, but I think here, people there's more and more people who are finding ways to uh, to bicycle and to use their their skills as a cyclist in their work at making our communities more sustainable and healthy and and pleasanter for everybody. This is very exciting, to say the least. And, Zach, I hope to see you at the school again. Oh, absolutely. Tana and Allison. Allison, I'd like to audit your workshop. And Tana, I'd like to uh, become an advocate. And can I put a footnote on that? Please. We actually need to hire. We have courses, a couple workshops, to become school cycling instructors. They're the ones that go in and teach the teachers. I'm going to be reaching 70 middle schools. I need to train more people. The best part is that through the grants, I can pay them $25 an hour when they go to the school to train the teachers and then to team teach with them when the teacher starts wow. the program to be there when they roll it out to help. If anybody out there interested in becoming a school cycling instructor, get in touch with me. We've got a, a workshop coming up in February. My website is yes. T-O-R-T-S dot org. Yes, sports with only one S in the middle. And those people who get trained, the cycling experts like LCIs, USA coaches, MICA coaches, anybody who has a, a real good foundation in cycling. 
those people that are part of this L.A. grant process, those are the people that I'm going to use as this rolls out to other states and other communities and other school districts. Okay, so yes, yes, sports.org. And Allison, if anybody wants to take your workshop, can they? It's a grad school program, and it's at USC, so probably. Yeah, if you want to participate in any of the USCBC um, activities, some of the things we're doing, um, we have a, a website called Bike Safe USC, which also has a Facebook page, and we do a lot of safety-related um, bicycle activities and group rides, and I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to working with Zach, uh, who's got the skills to really help us on that. BikeSafeUSC.org and uh, the Facebook page of the same name. And Zach, anything you want to put out there? No, not necessarily, no. I'm okay. just, I know there's a lot of work to be done, so it's exciting to know that I'll be able to work closely with Allison so we can make USC a safer place and the surrounding area a safer place, and then hope that that just spreads like wildfire across Los Angeles with the help of YES programs and getting more people educated at school so we can teach the future generations how to be more mindful. So good. Exciting and important. Thank you, everybody, Thank for the nice talk. We'll be back in touch, hopefully. Yeah, it'd be wonderful to see uh, how it rolls out. Good luck, yeah. uh, Tana. It's a wonderful program. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 